0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Kristen Crawford from Living on Your Brand. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing? doing Thanks for great. Me on.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. So let's get started. Tell me a little bit about the business and what you do, and we'll go from there.
1: Yep. Kind of all the things. Yes. <laughs> um, so it was actually about a year ago that I decided that I wanted to uh, help people out with a personal brand strategy, um, kind of the original inclination for all of this was helping people as they were changing their careers. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking people who were going back to work after an absence or you know, had been laid off and trying to find something, quickly realized that um, kind of people were more focused on just doing LinkedIn profile mm-hmm. updates and makeovers. So I was like, mm, no, not really what I'm feeling here. <laughs> um, so I joined a business coaching mastermind group last winter and It's so funny how sometimes it just takes someone else's insights looking in at what you do in your business to be like, oh, maybe you should just focus on X, Y, Z. So I've done a lot in pageantry over the past few years, and my coach uh, was like, well, you know, why don't you focus on the people in that industry? They could probably really use help with personal branding, and it's not something that people necessarily think about for pageantry. So definitely put my thinking cap on, mulled over it, and realized that, you know, that was a particular part of the market that people weren't focusing on. Yeah. And people could really use help with, I mean, because people think of the obvious different parts of competition but not necessarily really thinking strategically about how they're talking about themselves or how they're presenting themselves online and offline. So that's really how this was kind of born, um, so helping women of all ages really learn how to talk about themselves and represent themselves in a really good way.
0: Okay. That's interesting because, I mean, I've never been in the pageant scene, you know, mm-hmm. you know I don't know. Who you <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, um, <laughs> I didn't, is it big enough to do something like that? Like, I don't know how big the, the yeah, industry is. It's
1: funny. I didn't even realize when I got started, when I first got started, I thought there was just like. Miss America and Miss USA, I didn't realize there's systems all over the country, um, you know, in more, in some states, it's more robust than others. Yeah. Um, I feel like pageantry is actually getting bigger up in New England right now. Um, so it definitely is a market, you know, that's growing here, but my focus is really, New Hampshire and New England, plus all over the states, and potentially we'll take it global. <laughs> but um, you know, there's really one of the consistent things about pageantry, uh, no matter what the system is, that there's some element of an interview process. Yeah, where contestants meet with the judges to you know have the judges learn more about them and whether or not they'd be a good, essentially, an ambassador of the system if they became a queen or a yeah. title holder. So a lot, you know, a lot of people that I've talked to who are competing, that's where they get hung up a lot, is really figuring out how to articulate, like, why they in particular would make a really great title holder or how they can represent a system or, you know, how they can take their values and their strengths and really put it to work for a particular system. So. Um, it, it's something that I've seen consistently it doesn't matter what system it doesn't matter what age I mean I'm talking anywhere from preteens up through you know women and missus divisions who are yeah. you know anywhere from 18 to 60 plus so um, yeah it's definitely it's great because there's not a lot of people doing similar things that I'm doing Yeah. with branding um, in, in pageantry but I definitely think that more people are catching on that that's something they need to focus on
0: yeah and it's a very interesting look at it because mm-hmm. i i hate using the word but it's very holistic in a way that it encompasses everything mm-hmm. instead of like you had said instead of just like the one part and the one part and the one part you look at everything and then yeah. it also you have to take it to a le- level of authentic because it's easy to stand on stage and you know throw out some words and you know what is it lip service to the audience and the judges, yeah. but to be authentic because you would have to be outside, you know, cause you can only keep that up for so long. So that's a very interesting approach.
1: Yeah. It's if it, that's a very good point. That's, you know, I use that word actually in describing what I do is helping people find their authentic voice and digging deep to really assess what's important to them and how to have that shine through in what they're doing. Um, cause it's, especially when you're putting yourself out there like that, people can pick up on the BS. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, the more people can really be true to themselves and have that shine through throughout all areas of competition, certainly, but also, like, how they're portraying themselves on social media, how they're showing up in a big way when they're volunteering or doing appearances or things like that. It makes a huge difference in how they're coming across to people. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like
0: that, and it, it it carries over very well to the job world too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like afterwards, because where most people get hung up is interviews. Yeah. You know, so when you walk into a room and you're talking to your possible new boss, you know, people are awful. <laughs> and
1: yeah, I think who
0: I often have issues there.
1: What I like. Some of my biggest takeaways so far from pageantry is how much it helps young women in particular build confidence in themselves and mm-hmm. being able to, you know, speak in front of an audience or different groups. It's it's very empowering. And in particular, with interviewing later job skills, I mean, I've actually, I've been a pageant judge now, too, so I've sat on the other side of the table. Oh, nice. And... It's amazing how articulate I've seen, like, 13-year-old girls be about what they want out of life and having a vision for their future and, I mean, just super well-rounded kids. So, you know, them going through all this growth and development so young in such a set way I think is amazing, and that's why I really decided to get into building this business because I'm seeing firsthand how impactful it is, yeah. And I think it's um it's a little tricky sometimes. There's a lot of misconceptions around pageantry,
0: yeah.
1: I can see that. Yeah, um, people kind of have the whole, you know, toddlers and tears thing stuck in their head, but that's really not representative. I'd say out of most <laughs> yeah. pageantry, um, you know, a lot of it it's it's all about skill building and the development and along those lines. While I was launching the business, I'm also running a book club called Book Peeps, and actually focusing on that personal development element. So picking a different book each month that has a really strong core message or Mm -hmm. some, you know, key learning from it, and then applying that to how people could apply it into their own pageant journey or branding journey. So that's a lot of how I actually want to portray my brand is helping people move forward in this journey of, you know, growth, not only in pageantry, so they're becoming a more uh, effective competitor, but also that they're learning and taking away so much that so they're really building a strong brand for themselves, not only for pageants, but for life.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, forgot I was going to go from there. <laughs> but, yeah, because it's a, it's a really good area to focus on. Yeah, I have no idea what going to go from there. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so, because books... I love books. You know, I read all the time. So, yep. like, my little collection over here in the corner. Nice. You know, and, uh... Well, it's a few of them. But, you know, there's so much to be learned. And a lot of times, especially nowadays, people aren't even focusing on books anymore. They just kind of... Video games and TV and...
1: Yep. I want to help... Yeah. Especially younger women um, understand the value of it and, um... building consistency Mm -hmm. into their planning and building out their brand um that's actually a lot of what i'm trying to help people understand that if you break things down into smaller kind of more tactable actionable items and you do that every day and you stay super consistent with it that you'll build up your brand and it'll get a lot stronger um You know, everything from making sure that they're posting on social media consistently about the work they're doing in the community or their platform or, you know, what makes them a great title holder or um, any area of prep work for the pageant and getting ready for interview. Um, A lot of what I tell people to do, and I do this (laughs) only way to manage my own life is to have a goal in mind and then break it down in like a Google Calendar and work backwards. Yeah. So like, you know, if I'm competing in four weeks and map out exactly what you have to do each day, you know, to reach that goal and have everything all accomplished. Um, so that's something that I really preach to. It's been interesting, you know, my background is in marketing and education and right. development and, you know, it's a whole mixed bag of different things. So I'm tr- I'm pulling from all these different areas to help people um you know learn how to really develop their brand and I put my professor hat on <laughs> a lot for that. I'm a former adjunct faculty member teaching marketing classes. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of switching roles all the time between all of that, but I'm really trying to um bring all of that to light and helping people understand their brands.
0: That's really cool. Um I love- no, no, I have my own thing with, uh, with the teachers at most of these schools, but that's because, uh, yeah, I have a marketing background as well in mm-hmm. communications and psychology, so uh, okay. very out yeah. there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love your approach to it all because I'm very big on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like, you were following me on Instagram for a little bit, and yeah. um, <clears throat> the power there that to, like, push you out into the into the world is like phenomenal. And then like with what you do, where you help them like build that profile and show them how to work it, like that's yeah. that's huge for the market. And I could see that even working beyond pageantry, but uh, niche, yeah. niching down to just that is a really good step. I think that's
1: I think really for smart. that too, it's, you know, I try and help people focus initially on how to talk about themselves and yeah. present themselves. And then I consider all things visual Kind of after the fact or not? I mean, obviously it's always tied in, but then there's a transition into building that up, that visual brand with it as yeah. well, and um, promoting themselves on social. I think um, kind of what number the bleh, one of the number one things that I consistently see is people. I'm um, having difficulty with design, mm-hmm. but I mean, in this day and age, there's so many tools online to help people with that. So between like, I mean, I use Canva for pretty much everything Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean I brought you a card I made it in Canva printed it on Canva like (laughs) you know there's there's so many templates and resources that people can use so that's really kind of where I see things going 2.0 in this business yeah is uh, right now I'm working with people more one-on-one and in groups to focus on how to talk about themselves and I'm developing some course materials like quick online courses easy to digest on you know how to create these templates in Canva and utilize them the right way in social media um, one of the biggest things for me that I've been using it for is the Instagram stories yeah. once I realized how easy it was to do that incorporate into it it was like a oh, light bulb you know and I want to help people streamline that because it I can tell especially with um, some of the young women that i'm talking to that are in high school and college they're so overwhelmed with all the other obligations they have going on yeah. in life that it just seems like one extra thing to them to have to try and like manage their social profiles in a really yeah. thought out way but then you know i'm trying to help them understand it's kind of more like treating it like a business almost yeah like you know you're promoting yourself kind of business is one and if you become let's say you become a national title holder you know that system's going to want you to be a brand ambassador of their system in a really big way and you need to understand social you know and be able to put yourself out there and do lives and create graphics and have some basic understanding of how it all works so if you can develop a brand along the way it just shows that you're that much further along and it sets you apart as a real memorable contestant.
0: Yeah. And I like that you recognize that because I run into a lot of people that don't realize their businesses or realize mm-hmm. how close to a business they are. Yeah. because um, <clears throat> every once in a while I'll talk to someone like a politician or, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, we talk about business, but they don't realize that, even though they're not doing what I do, we have like an LLC and a business name and all that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your image is your business. So, you know, you put it out there because you yeah. are the business. You know, the same thing with singers and artists and stuff like that. Exactly. And a lot of times they don't realize that. And so it's good that you bring it down to that level because they are a business. You know, yeah. they're putting out a product and they're hoping to get the gains back from the market. Mm-hmm. And You can ruin your reputation really easily if you don't do that, and then you lose your business.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a great point. And that's, um, you know, why I kind of preach consistency, um, having a focus with your messaging. Um, One of the things that I find um, a lot of girls get hung up on is they want to be all things. Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of brands have a difficult time with. Yeah, But you got to kind of hone in on, like, what are the key things that you want to represent and you want people to recognize about you? Yeah. And then... You, the
0: power's in the niche. You know, like you said, you could literally take what you're doing and apply yeah. that over many industries, but you focus on pageantry. Yeah. You know, I focus on New Hampshire businesses. You know, that's my niche. Like, the... I forget the saying, but yeah, the money's in the, in the niches.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And that's something, like... I think I was kind of beaten over the head with it in my business group. It's like I knew it, but I thought I was going so specific. But now I realize it's fine. Like, and there's plenty of room to play in that space. But oh, and going along with that too on social media is helping people understand um, even like the psychology of color Mm -hmm. and, you know, what type of graphics they're using, what type of imagery they're using. you know that all plays an impact on how people yeah. perceive you Yeah. so uh, my biggest thing for pageant ladies has been you don't all have to embrace the color pink as the only color that you can use to promote yourself in pageantry go with what feels right um for me i always talk about your power colors mm-hmm. and people typically once they stop and think about it know what their power color is you know like really where they're driving their strength from and you know noticing patterns and what they're wearing and what they're drawn to and you know once you start incorporating that into your branding everything kind of follows suit yeah
0: i like that have you ever read persuasion you should check that book out okay. there's a lot of what you were just talking about you should check it out it's pretty good nice <laughs> you can add it to your list
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! another book club book i'm always looking for suggestions it <laughs> yeah, was really good
0: um Yeah, is there anything else you wanted to go over? I know we went over your business and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, think of, I mean, I think my advice for anyone in thinking about their personal brand is, you know, give yourself the time and the space to really think about it Mm -hmm. um, and understand that they evolve. Uh, That's another question that I get from everyone when I talk about personal branding is like, you know, because I pick a certain thing to focus on, do I, am I stuck with that now? Mm -hmm. And, you know, people's lives change and evolve over time, and brands evolve and change over time, and that's okay. I think the biggest thing is not to switch everything up constantly. (laughs) You know, if you're, I don't know, your logo's green one day, and pink the next day, and red the next day, you know, that's not gonna help anyone out. You have to have that level of consistency, but, You know, if you're using a slightly different voice and tone, or you have different imagery style, you can introduce things slowly over time, and people will adapt to it. And people expect there to be some level of evolution over time, and that's natural, and they want to see that you're continuing to grow and improving, and that just kind of ties all into all the self-improvement and personal development. So I try and make everything a full package, basically.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. So, people that want to reach out, learn a little bit from you, maybe take up pageantry, how do they do it?
1: Um, so, I've got a website. It's super easy. It's just kristencrawford.com. Kristen with an E. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lots of spellings, Kristen. Um, and then emails, kristen at kristen um, Totally open up conversations about personal branding, pageantry you know, both, any of the above, um, you know, really my focus has been in, um, you know, working with different pageant systems and developing programs to get people more involved in building out their personal brands and pageant brands, um, and then, you know, kind of slowly conquering, helping out one person at a time with it.
0: Pretty cool. I like it. So thank you for joining me. This has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. That's going to be it for today. So everyone be good.